Twitter handle at Religion of Woke. All one word. Are you having your period? How would you like to compete against other people who don't have their period? In endurance competitions where the amount of blood in your body is incredibly important. So Matt Taibbi's podcast slash YouTube channel has a new thing where on Mondays they're going to go over all the Sunday shows, you know, like Meet the Press, where politicians go on and give their talking points for the week. You know, it's just, it's all like, it's like a PR stunt. I, I, I hate listening to politicians myself. They never say what's true. They, everything they say is always perfectly crafted to try and manipulate the audience into doing what they want. But anyways, uh, so one thing that's going around right now is people are pushing a phrase. The phrase is pandemic of the unvaccinated. And I don't know, I haven't looked into it. Uh, supposedly 99% of people dying from COVID now are unvaccinated or something like that. And uh, Joe Biden, he kind of said that basically he wants Facebook to censor people, I guess, who don't push for vaccination. He's like, he said, you know, Biden said they're killing people. So I think that's pretty clear indication that he wants them to do more censoring. Uh then I think Jen Psaki, she's the pretty attractive, pretty darn attractive um, White House spokesperson. Anyway, the lady who talks, it's like, the, you know, the front-facing face of the White House. And uh, I think she said something about, uh, you know, not only should Facebook censor stuff, but that whenever one of the big tech companies, you know, Google, Facebook, uh, Twitter, maybe Apple, maybe Amazon, um, whenever one of those companies uh censor something you know for your own good you know the trademark phrase for your own good and um, that they should all censor it one for all and all for one so this made me chuckle i guess one of the sunday morning shows is called state of the union and the lady has uh, the u.s surgeon general on there and her question to him was is fox news killing people and he didn't say yes but he also didn't say no so, we'll see if, you know, calling Republicans evil will uh, change their mind and help them get the vaccine more. But I'm looking up the, you know, this is the anti-woke channel, so let's look up uh, racial amounts of people who have been vaccinated. So, why do these things always go the same? It goes, so here we go, you know, from most to least, it's Asian, white, Hispanic, black, and it's uh, the numbers are 65, 45, 40, 34. But there's a group of people who say they will never get the vaccine no matter what, and uh, that group, whatever, I think that's white Republicans. It's a small group of the total population of America. But of the people who will never get it, it looks like it's white Republicans. So, I mean, I don't know why Biden would be pushing this vaccine. This might be the perfect way to... Uh, get rid of your opponents. I mean, I think 600,000 people have died from COVID now, you know, like if you get, you know, a few hundred thousand more uh, Republicans in key swing states to die of COVID, I mean, that can make the difference. On the other hand, the lowest, the group of the lowest vaccination rate is black people and they always vote Democrats. So you're kind of in a six of this, half dozen of that situation there, I guess. And to be fair to some of the 
so-called unvaccinated, um, I decided to look up how many people have gotten COVID. So it's almost exactly 10% of America has gotten COVID at some point. So, you know, if some group has been vaccinated less, that may be a group who already got COVID. Like I wouldn't, I mean, I'm not looking down on anyone for any reason, or at least I try not to, but, uh, except for you damn wokesters out there, but, um, whatever. If you already got COVID, I don't think you should be, whatever. If I had already had COVID, I don't know if I would go get a vaccine. I probably wouldn't, except for some virtue signaling that occasionally I like to do. So about half of America has been vaccinated. So, you know, call that 50, 50%. So you can call it 60% when you add in that 10, 10% have gotten the disease. And I guess Biden's goal was 70% by the 4th of July or something. Didn't quite make it. Matt Taibbi is saying that because of the number of people unvaccinated and the Delta variant that uh, people are thinking about bringing back lockdowns again, which I think that would be a bad idea. He doesn't know either way, but I think that'd be a bad idea. We shouldn't do no more lockdowns. You know, if you want to get it, take your chances, go for it. It's not going to overwhelm the hospitals, right? If you remember at the very beginning, one of the, the many lies was that... Um, we're just doing the lockdowns so that the hospital ICU units do not get overwhelmed. And then what really happened was the ICU units all remained empty. And then I think a bunch of people died because they couldn't go to the hospital for other reasons. Basically, the hospitals are like empty. <laughs> a lot of stupid stuff going on with this. So I'm watching the YouTube guy. His name is More Plates, More Dates. He's like a weightlifter guy who seems like he has maybe you know probably has like a degree in um health and fitness or something so whatever he's a little more scientific about his weightlifting stuff i mean you know he basically is like trying to sell supplements and make a living which is fine but anyways he did a semi-scientific video on uh, i think her name is laurel hubbard anyways there's this transgender woman who's uh going to the olympics she's the first i guess first i mean maybe the only person who's going to compete in the olympics because when i'm recording this i think the olympics are starting in like a week but anyways she's from new zealand and she's a weightlifter so i'll just give some uh whatever some information on the subject um i guess first off like she's i don't know she's about 45 now she transitioned into a woman when she was 35 so she did Whatever. Everything a man does up until 35. And like Joe Rogan has talked about um, transgender women in um, mixed martial arts. You know, basically like boxing. Um, and, uh, you know, he's saying like they're, you know, a man's bones are different than a woman's bones. Or, you know, someone who goes through puberty as a man has different bones than someone who goes through puberty as a woman. Just get bigger, heavier, stronger bones. And, uh, so like, you know, Joe Rogan thinks it's unfair to transition and then go punching women. Um, the woman he's talking about, like she, she did her first couple fights without telling anyone that she had, whatever, was a biological male. Uh, and I think she's done a couple fights since then where the women she's fighting are aware of it. So, you know, big difference between that, whatever, those two things. Anyway, so the guy I'm watching, he's mentioning there's several things that 
if you go through a male puberty and also, you know, like, you know, like your brain supposedly is still developing until you're 25. Like if you go through all that stuff, which, uh, this transgender weightlifter did, um, there's some things that are just, they're never going to go away. They're going to be of a of benefit to you, probably, especially in weightlifting. So it was the bones and it was, uh, I don't know, some muscle fiber or something. Anyway, it was a variety of things. But one interesting thing that he said was, um, your brain. And he didn't put it this way, but I will. It's like, you know that phrase, like, throw like a girl, which is considered sexist or something. But, I mean, really, women do kind of throw it differently. They just don't. They don't throw as hard or whatever. Anyways, so you know, I think this weightlifter is doing like the clean and jerk and something else. So, anyways, you know, like you really just give it. You know, I think a man like it will give you give it your all, even if it like tears your body apart. Kind of uh, muscle memory, basically, that you get as a man, and uh, I think it's not easy for women to develop. So, so you know, bones, muscle, some sort, some part of the muscles, not just muscles in general, and then uh, the brain. Like these things, they can't you can't uh, retroactively change them back to biological female. But anyways, the interesting part is the IOC. That's the International Olympic Committee. They got some rules on how much testosterone you can have. Like testosterone, you know, if you haven't heard, will make you a great athlete. Like, you know, women athletes who want to juice, they're not being transgender or nothing, they just want to win more, they'll take testosterone. And same thing with men. Like, hey, give me much more testosterone. And all of a sudden it's like, you can build more muscles, I think you heal faster, uh, makes you more aggressive, which can be good in sports. You know, hopefully you don't get roid rage. So the first thing is that the IOC, you know, they have a, whatever, maximum amount of testosterone that a transgender athlete can have, and they give it in nanomoles per liter. And this guy's speculating, and I think he's right. Like, basically, no one ever uses nanomoles per liter, you know, you could use, like, you know, you could use, like, Piggly Wiggly's per English barrel, but that's not what people use. People use nanograms per deciliter. And so this guy theorizes, and I said this already, I think he's right. The Olympic Committee, you know, this is on their website, they're giving their rules. They don't want you to easily be able to just read that thing and go, oh my God, that's a ton of testosterone. They want to, you know, because, you know, most people are not going to go find a website that converts nanomoles to blah, blah, blahs. So, they're like, okay, most people are going to read this. They're going to have no idea how much testosterone this is. But, so you compare it to, whatever, we're going we're gonna to be talking nanograms per deciliter. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to throw some numbers at you. So, a man has from 250 to 1,000, and a woman has from 40 to 50 of these things of testosterone. Like, that's a normal man and a normal woman. Well, like, you know, so men have 250 to 1,000. Like, if you got 250, you're a low testosterone man. Your doctor will probably prescribe some testosterone for you. But you're still a man. And if you're a woman, you know, if you got 50, um, you might be a good athlete. Apparently, he's saying, this guy's saying that um, some women, like some super, uh, whatever, high testosterone women, might get up to 70 or 80. Well, 80. So there we go. So the maximum a woman can basically ever get to is 80. And that's going to be, like, off the charts of a woman. And then... I think men can go over a thousand when they go off the charts, eleven hundred. Who knows what? 
But so the IOC rule is you can't have more than 240. So that's basically you just you have to be less than a low T man, but you can be whatever five times as much as a you know very athletic woman. And then I guess to add insult to injury or whatever, there's something called sex hormone binding globulin, and basically you can whatever it's something that men and women have a different amount of and it's it's basically like how how does the how does the testosterone work in your body and what you want is for you want you want you want your testosterone to not bind to anything which then means that it flows around in your bloodstream and like goes to your muscles and helps you out and so like we have no idea i mean the IOC doesn't have a a standard for how much of your sex hormone sex hormone binding globulin levels you can have but if you just assume the normal thing where men have it uh, twice as low which means that the testosterone you have works twice as good then that means the low T levels that they're you know that that's normally five times as good as a woman they're allowing you to have ten times as good as a woman and still be uh, still make the transgender team in the Olympics so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Also, this transgender person back when they were a boy, like when they, when they were 20 years old, they like set the youth record in New Zealand for weightlifting. So like, like they were a good weightlifter when they were a boy. And we have this person's uh, records. Like they set the record when they were 20 years old, and then they set the they set some sort of female record recently, and. Uh, I think I think they're about ninety percent of what they could do when they were twenty, you know. So like maybe they were getting one hundred fifty kilograms, you know, three hundred. What would that be? Whatever, over three hundred pounds of a lift or something, and now they're getting like at about three hundred. So, anyways, they're not much lower than they used to be. I mean, they're a lot older and probably bigger. I mean, they weigh like freaking almost three hundred pounds, I think, and they're like way taller. If you ever if you ever see this individual standing next to the other competitors, it's I mean, it's crazy. It looks like Thor standing next to Black Widow. Except that Thor has a dumpy pear-shaped body. A uh, couple of the other advantages. Bigger heart, bigger lungs. Which does not go away with testosterone suppression. Alright, this is a little ruthless, but it's interesting, so I'll throw it in here. You know, what's another advantage? You don't have periods. You're not... This the way this guy said it, I'm just going to say what he said. You don't bleed out of your vagina. But if you know, like Lance Armstrong and all the cyclists, like the whatever they, they did was blood doping. Like if you have more blood in your body, you can carry more oxygen. I mean, basically, the world is not fair. It's like every single thing just goes against women when it comes to weightlifting. I mean, that makes me wonder. Like, I, I've never heard of female athletes, like, take, you know... Uh, birth control to stop their periods because you know if you get your period on the wrong day and you're low on blood i mean that could really affect your uh whatever performance in the olympics the thing that you've been working hard towards all your life all right so that's enough of that why is the ioc allowing this like i don't know a bunch about the ioc all i know is that it's a bunch of old rich men and they just like, you know, if a city wants to, uh, you know, like Tokyo, Tokyo's the host. If a city wants to win over their approval so that they say you can have the Olympics, basically you have to wine and dine them for years. Like these people are like flying around the world with 
every single thing they do paid for. I mean, basically, it's corruption. Like, the whole thing is incredibly corrupt. It's a bunch of old, white, European men who are completely and utterly, utterly corrupt. And they're the guys who made the decision. So why would guys like that make that decision? I'm sure they're not fans of transgenderism. I mean, in America, old white guys maybe would be, but I don't think so in Europe. Outside of the UK, but that's not where the IOC is based. I think basically it's like, I mean, they're not women. They're not women athletes. They're not women athletes who are competing in the Olympics. I mean, what the hell do they care? They probably would rather have women athletes not be in the Olympics at all. They'd probably like to go back to naked Greeks. But anyways, what they don't want is people criticizing them and looking into, uh, you know, how do they pay for that uh, $10,000 uh, top-of-the-complex suite. So they're like, yeah. Fine, let in transgender people. That'll take some of the uh, heat off of us. And I should add, I mean, you know, like, is it fair for women to compete, compete against transgender women? No, it's not fair for biological women. Now, transgender women can go compete against men, right? But they'll never win, so that's not going to work. So... Should the Olympics create a third category? You got the men, you got the women, and then I guess you got the whatever, transgender. People between these two testosterone numbers or whatever. And that kind of sounds like a solution. I mean, although, whatever, you know, I mean, that's going to be, you're going to, you know, okay, we had rowing for men. Oh, now we had rowing for women, and now we have rowing for transgender. I mean, it's going to add a lot of competitions um the people in you know like in africa they're probably not going to be watching those sports wokesters in america might watch it but uh not everyone's going to be behind that anyways what it makes me think of is special olympics because i think they do it in like the same city and the same year as the olympics but it's not exactly run by the olympics whatever so I'm not saying that transgender people should go join Special Olympics, but, uh, you know, basically, what do you do? No one knows. I don't know.